Welcome back to the podcast. It's been about a week since we uploaded, but we're back. And today we're talking about a very some of the things I think are affecting the country the most and the problem with our country itself. And as we know, America is probably the freest country in the world. And because of that, we as Americans should have the right to have different opinions on almost anything because, again, it's a free country. Sadly, um, what I have seen throughout this past week is that that isn't the case. I mean, to start off with, I think if we go with what's going on right now with the George Floyd and the riots and the protests, I again, I think I spoke about this last week, but I think protests are fine. It's I'm all for protests as long as it's peaceful. That's you, you're practicing your First Amendment. Go ahead and do it. But once it becomes violent, that's that's I don't think that's acceptable. And a lot of people are telling me, oh, because people are tired of not being heard. Um, the only way people can be heard is because through riots and destroying property. And and again, what I'm going to say is a lot of sm- small black business owners' property are being destroyed. And that isn't fair because if you're talking about Black Lives Matter, the movement itself, it's about Black Lives Matter, then you should be focusing on those black people too. I think the cop David Dorn got killed this week because of riots. He was Well, he's an ex-captain from the St. Louis um, Police Department, I think, and he got killed. And I posted it because I think, again, if it's all Black Lives Matter, then no one talked about him. I think only one other person reposted it when on my social media. Well, on Insta- I posted it on Instagram and nobody talked about it. And I think that's sad because it shows that this isn't about, in my opinion, it doesn't look like it's about race anymore. It just looks like you just wanted to want to destroy things. And and that's sad. And the thing is, if I say that or I post that, people will come and attack me because of my thoughts. And that's something I want to get into as well. If we're in a country where we have the ability to have different opinions, we shouldn't be attacking people because, one, they're conservative or liberal. Either way, we shouldn't be doing that. I mean, and I think that's a problem as well. Coming from uh, a conservative point of view, I think everybody has the right to say whatever they want as long as not you're as long as you're not inciting violence. But I think something that I'm not certainly just accusing the left because maybe some conservatives have done this, but I think the council culture is very toxic. I think today I saw something where and look, I am not a big fan of Bad Bunny, but he's an artist, a Latin artist, and he's very famous. He has a big platform, mostly because of social media and a lot of artists that are young and upcoming artists, I mean, Better Bunny's established already, but like upcoming artists who have a big popularity because of social media are getting criticized. Um, Better Bunny got criticized where he's like, he has a big platform. I'm paraphrasing here, but I saw a tweet where he has a big platform and he hasn't spoken up about it. And it said pretty much because of black culture, he if it wasn't for black culture, he wouldn't exist. Now, the thing is, if he doesn't want to say anything, that's on him because remember, artists are also human beings. They also need time off social media. And I think people forget that. I mean, everybody needs time off. And he, he's an artist. He has a lot of things to do. He, I think he released two projects in the last three or four months. He probably doesn't want to be just commenting on something all the time. And just be, and because he's an artist, people obviously see think he has he has to talk about it. And he, I mean, definitely he should, but... Do we forget artists do things behind behind the scenes? Like maybe he's donating stuff to Black Lives Matters. I don't know. I'm not bad at money. I can't speak for him. But I'm just saying we shouldn't. I'm just scared. And even though I don't like him, I mean I like his. I think he's a professional artist, and what he does is amazing. 
for the uh, reggaeton culture. But um, if they're going to cancel him, that would be unfortunate because one, he's an artist. He's just trying to do his 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 job is not to commentate over over politics politics. Okay, he's an artist. He should just stay on music. And I think again, now that we're into that as well. I don't think artists or like celebrities should be speaking about politics if they're not well informed. Then I think that's also a big problem. Is I think the inability, and I think that's a big problem in America where we don't agree with other people's point of views, and if we don't agree with them, we're going to cancel them. I think yesterday I saw someone, someone retweeted where I think it was a white person was saying that uh, white super, white supremacy, uh, white privilege isn't real. And he supported Trump, and he's racist. He's automatically racist because he supports Trump and doesn't believe that white privilege is real. I, again, that's his idea. Even if it's wrong, I I don't think white privilege is real either. But even if let's say he was wrong, then why can't we accept his opinion? This isn't communist Russia. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. But like. Let's take China. In China or Iran, if you spoke out like this, you would get either go to jail, you would either get killed or go to jail. And that's the that's the beauty of America. You can think and say things that you wouldn't be able to say in other countries. And why are we saying this person is racist because he supports Trump or because he doesn't really believe white privilege is real? That's I mean, that's a conversation. It's it's hard to have conversation with people when and I and I think. I'm not just saying this is exclusive to liberals or the left, but it seems that it's very it's very common with the people from the left to cancel people because they have different opinions. And I think that's the same thing happened to Drew Brees. And I was talking about this with some some of my um, friends today, earlier today, where we were like, okay, Drew Brees does have the right to believe where he says that he wouldn't respect anybody who disrespects the American flag, but he also has the, the right to redact Oh, my friend said this. He has the right to redact those opinions as well. The thing is, I don't, I don't personally, I agree with Drew Brees where he, he said that he wouldn't respect anyone who disrespects flag. And I think everybody should. But the thing is, I think Drew Brees did get forced to apologize for his comments. Obviously, I maybe he didn't, but it seems like it because he was getting canceled. But let's put them in perspective. Drew Brees, I think he's one of the, the Top players who donate to to black communities all the time. If I'm not incorrect, he donated to the black community. He was just expressing his opinion. But the thing is, in today's America, if we don't follow what everybody else believes, we're gonna get canceled, or we're not going to. We're gonna be seen as a bad person, as an evil person. And I think the media is part of this problem. The media does make conservatives or people who lean right seem as evil people. And that is sad because, again, I'm not saying this all the time because obviously Trump isn't like the best person. I think he's a, I support him as a president because of his policies of what he does, but I don't support him as a person. And I said this to many of my friends because I have a lot of, a lot of my friends are liberals and I'm one of the few conservatives at my school or even in my family. But the thing is, I've like what I said before. I would be friends with Obama, but I don't like his policies. I don't like him as a president. I never liked him as a president. But I like Trump as a president, but I wouldn't be friends with Trump. See, that's the difference. The, people say, oh, well, you if you support Trump, you support him as a whole. No, not 
literally. I, I mean, I can see why that statement is partly true, but I don't believe that's exactly true. I don't have to support everything Trump does. And I think Charlie Craig said this. Nobody agrees with everybody at all because that's just not normal. And again, I don't agree with everything Trump does. Now, I, and again, I think that's one of the problems in America. We can't, we don't have the freedom to, and I, as a conservative, as a young conservative who went to a school where mostly, most of my classmates were liberals, most of my teachers were liberals, from what I know, um, I'm not calling out any teacher because I know some of my teachers hear my podcast, but it's, I think it's, it was kind of scary at first to let my thoughts out because of the backlash you could get. You're seeing as an evil person because of how the media portrays conservatives. And I think Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire had made a perfect example of this. Uh, he gave a perfect example of how it was, or he showed headlines of pro- protesters during the coronavirus pandemic, which is going on, but seems very weird how all of a sudden everybody forgot, at least the mass, the mass media forgot about the coronavirus, not with the protests, but he said when conservatives were protesting, they were seen as evil, as racist. And and those were the headlines. I think Vox and The um, the Guardian were, were, those are some of the highlights, well, some of the headlines that they had. And now that they're, I'm not saying all, all protests are violent. And I do agree that some police do some stuff that they shouldn't do when those protests are happening when they're peaceful. But the mass media, like CNN, for example, covers only the only saying that the, most of the riots are peaceful, even though they have like a burning building behind them. And I think this goes hand in hand with um, when Trump came out the other day. Apparently, what I found out is that he didn't actually put tear gas onto the people. He didn't command that. He was, of course, what the mass media said is, one, he was trying to take a picture, so he tear gassed the protesters. The thing is, Trump was taking a picture in front of, I think, the St. John's. Um, I'm going to just say temple because I don't know. But I think it's a church. Yeah, it is a church. But um, the thing is, he was trying to take a picture. Okay? Hear me out. But the problem is, if it was so peaceful the night before, and I, I made this argument with someone that talked to me about it, um, they burned down the church. Not like down to the ground, but they did burn most of it. And that's unfortunate. One, because it's a church and no church should be burnt down. Even if you don't agree with it, I don't think any any property should be burnt down. But I think that was the bigger problem. The, the big problem is that one, they said he was holding a Bible, which again, he can hold the Bible. It's America. If, who cares if Trump is not the most holy person? And again, he might be hypocritical, but he has the Bible. He has the right to hold the Bible. But they say he tear gassed the people, the people, the peaceful protesters, and he just to get his picture. First of all, from what I know and found out, it was it wasn't tear gas. It was um it was smoke. But I think the mass media did turn this on him again, and um and I and I go again with um. With Twitter, Twitter is a big problem as well. I think Twitter is one of the most toxic apps that I know. I mean, I love to use Twitter. I tweet a lot. But Twitter is one of the most toxic apps I know. Twitter managed to um, Photoshop a picture of Hitler with his hand up. And I'm not saying Hitler is a good person. No one no one in the right mind would, would say that. But he, they photoshopped him with the Bible and said, Oh, look, Trump is doing the same thing as Hitler. Is this the president you want? 
I think it did get fact checked, and I think Twitter's not doing this thing where it's like saying that false media. I think that you can report it, and it tags it. It puts a tag on it now, which I'm okay with. It. I think that's a very good thing because false narratives and false ideas. I mean, false um, statements should not be published at all. And I think Trump's a very and one of those persons that whatever he does, it's, and this is sad. Whatever he does, good or bad. Again, and I say this, I relate it back to Parks and Rec. Whatever Trump does, he's going to get backlash. They're going to find a way to switch it. Prime example, he called the people thugs. Okay. People who were doing riots are thugs. They're criminals. And I think Steve McCarter put this clear. People who, police who kill people are thugs. People who destroy things are criminals. Are also referred to as thugs. The thing is, the media switched this on Trump and said that he said black people were thugs and pretty much used it as racist. Trump didn't say black people were thugs. He just said the rioters and looters were were thugs. Now, the problem with that is we're assuming that all the rioters and looters are black people. We can't assume that because that's, again, generalizing. That's a problem. And they are thugs. They were destroying things and then destroyed a lot of small businesses and I think this is a problem as well. Like, we sh- again, I'm going back to this. We should not be destroying things. But I think that's a problem with our country. Like, the media is the to- it's toxic as well. Like, the media will turn the people against. And I think the media is the main reason why we can't have open opinion anymore. Because you're, if you're conservative, the media is going to paint you as... And I'm, and I'm giving you headlines from Fox and The Guardian where they said people... And, and these are on Matt, um, Matt Walsh posted on his Twitter. You can go see it yourself. But they were like, white, white people who are protesting in the coronavirus lockdown don't deserve health care. They're racist. They don't care about other people. But it wasn't a problem when people started protesting. They started for George Floyd. And again, I'm all for protesting for George Floyd, for racism. I'm not like, protesting against racism. Race, and again, I think racism went over. And sadly... I think it's something that's going to stay for a long time. We we have to find a way to, to work it out, but to work out not to stop end racism or bring it down a notch. Um, I think it's just sad that the media, I think the media is one of the main problems as well. I think the media is toxic. I think the media turns people against each other. And it's very sad to know, to see that the media, because before it was very trusted. The media was trusted. CNN, Fox are all trusted and they're both biased in their own ways. Fox is known as more conservative biased and CNN is cons- is more liberal biased. And that's, I mean, a lot of media is like that. For example, my podcast is more conservative based. But it's just sad to think that the media is turning people against each other. And another thing, again, these George Floyd protests are not about race anymore. In my opinion, I think, because for example, they say that America's institutionally racist and it's systematically racist. And I, I don't agree with that. I mean, before, prior to 1960s, I agree. But yesterday, someone sent me a, I think it was an educational opinion, like one of those articles where it's like EDU, where uh, it has to do with a, a, a university, of course. So it was like, oh, more Black people got cutbacks when they widened their resumes. And I was like, what is con- what constitutes widened? What does that even mean? And the person explained to me that they basically didn't put their race and they got a callback. 
And then I was like, okay, so that's going against affirmative action. And we've talked about affirmative action before, and I don't agree with affirmative action. I think we should look at the quality of the person who we're hiring and what they will bring into the company or to that school. And I said, that's exactly what they're doing. They're going against affirmative action. They're focusing on the hire, the quality of the hire and what they're going to bring in. I think this is amazing. I'm not saying, but of course the headline was they widened their resumes and that's false. They just didn't put from what they told me was in the article was that they didn't put what race or ethnicity they were. And I, and I think we shouldn't have to put that because again, companies should hire by quality, not race. Now we go into this idea that America, that white people are privileged. I don't think this is true. I don't, I don't think white people are privileged, privileged at all. Um, of course, maybe again, I, and I say this again, prior to 1960s, I can see this, how America was institutionally racist or systematically racist, but after 1960, 1964, exactly, uh, even though it took a little bit of time or oh, a long time for uh, everything to get back together, not get back together for everything to, to be known as it is today, where everybody can go to each other's school, no matter the color, uh, it took time. And uh, this is why I think America isn't quite privileged anymore or systematically racist. Because, again, here's some stats. I mean, there's more white people on welfare than people of color. More white people are killed by cops than people of color. Now, this idea that police are only out out here trying to kill black people is false as well. Only three unarmed people, three unarmed black people in 2019 got killed by cops. These are numbers that are... That tells us that police are not just out here trying to kill black people. In addition to that, I read this other article, which I think is it makes sense. Where it's like racial inequality, and I think people confuse racial inequality with system with systematic racism. Racial inequality doesn't have to do with your uh, what I from my, what I from my, what I found out is doesn't have to do with like your job or what you're doing. It pretty much is just the money that has been handed down through you through your family. And the thing I found out is that more white people are in debt than people of color. So in reality, are white people privileged? And, I, and again, I think in America, you can succeed no matter what. You can succeed even if you're a person of color. It's just your choice to succeed or not. And I think, I mean, I don't feel oppressed as a person of color. I'm trying as hard as I can to get back, to get to the top, to, to graduate college. I, I'm going to graduate high school on July 26th, I think, hopefully, um, fingers crossed. But to graduate college, you, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the work no matter the color. And I think this is what people forget. You People think that they are entitled to get things. No one's entitled to get anything. You're, you have to work hard to get things. A prime example, when you're doing a sport, you're not entitled to be in a starting position just because you've been in the team for three or four or five years. No, you have to work to be in the starting position. The same thing with America. You have to work hard if you want to succeed. Your choices are the deciders if you succeed in America or not. If you have a job, you go to college, you probably will succeed in America. But you also have to choose a career. And the problem is people are like, oh, well, you have to choose a career that gives you money. I don't exactly agree with this. You have to choose a career that's going to make you happy. I think happiness is beyond money. But obviously, you have to choose a career that gives you money as well. Like, okay, this makes me happy, but how maybe major in something else while you're at it. Like I want to major in political science and journalism because I don't exactly want to be a lawyer, but I want to commentate over politics like I'm doing right now. I, I want to do this. This is something I enjoy to do. I and I and that's why I'm telling you, personal choice 
is more important. Personal choice is the deciding factor if you succeeding in America or not. And and I and I will keep to that. Finally, I've been talking about this all, all day, but I think the main problem in our country is not that police are racist. There are racist cops. No one's going to deny that. No one's going to deny racism is not real. But I think the more important aspect, what uh, more important problem that we see is police brutality. I think we can all agree police brutality is the bigger problem in America. Now, I think Andy Samberg posted this on his Instagram, and I don't know if he started it, the eight way, eight can wait or something like that. But I agree, wait, eight, <laughs> eight can wait. There has to be a better form for police to not just randomly kill people. They're, for example, the headlock, I don't agree with that. You shouldn't be doing headlocks. And that's one of the main reasons George Floyd died. That is the main, that is the reason why he died. So I don't agree with that. I don't agree with shooting at moving cars because it can kill innocent people. And there's so many things I don't agree with. And I think the A can wait thing that, and I don't know if Andy Samberg started this. And well, by the way, Andy Samberg is one of my favorite actors of all time, but he's hilarious. But if he didn't start it, he, he pushed it a lot. And I agree with it. We have to, we have to train the police better. And here's again, here's the thing. People want to defund the police. I, I don't think this is a this is gonna help in anything. I think it's just gonna create more crime. And because without a lawful presence, there's going to be crime. That's like when your parents, for example, when your parents are watching you, you tend to do stuff, or not even parents, let's say teachers. When your teachers aren't there, you tend to want to do stuff you wouldn't do when the teacher's there. Same thing with the cop. If there's no lawfulness, there's there's no law, there's no something, there's not something there that keeps you in check, you're going to do stuff that you wouldn't normally do when there's something in check. So I think the funding the police is wrong. We have to fund the police even more so we can better train them to protect the people of America because that's the whole basis of a, of a cop. They're here to protect us. They're here to protect our amendment, our constitutional rights. They're here to protect us. And that's what America's, that's what our cops are here for. And that's what we should we should, that's what we shouldn't defund them. We should probably fund them even more. And someone came with the argument to me the other day that we should defund the cops and put more money into education and I think into more poor communities. But this part, and, and again, here's the thing. I think they're like a Bernie supporter. So I was like, why would you want, if that's what you want, which I think we should fund more the, educa- uh, the school system, the, well, at least the public school system, because, you know, the private school system is very different. Um, then why would you want a bigger government? If there's a bigger government, that means we will waste more money on other stuff. So if you want that, you would want a, a smaller central government where we don't waste money on unnecessary things. So, of course, we should fund more money and, and, on education and on cops, on the police departments. Now, something that came up as well is that um, we were ready... F- to, a, to quote unquote attack our people who are protesting through the military, but we weren't ready for for medical needs because of the pandemic. First of all, the military has been funded for years since I before I was born. The, the military has been funded for years, but nobody, absolutely nobody, and I blame China for this. The Chinese government, not the Chinese people, the Chinese government for not reporting it on time because there has been statistics where it says 95% of the spread of the coronavirus would have been stopped if China would have reported to CDC on time. If they would have reported it on time, half of the pandemic would have been happening. But again, we weren't expecting a pandemic. Nobody in 2019 can tell me we in 2020 were expecting a pandemic. Nobody was expecting it. 
Nobody was ready for it. So I think that's unjust on Trump as well. We can't just blame him. We're like, oh, you all, you were ready to attack people, attack quote unquote people who were protesting, but you weren't, you didn't have the medical needs. No, it's just a dumb argument because we've been funding the military for a long time and nobody, like absolutely nobody was expecting the pandemic. If you want to take a prime example, look at Thailand. They did good because one, they didn't listen to the CDC. They closed their borders down. They did not allow anyone from China to come in. Thailand is a prime example of what we should have done. Not listen to the CDC. The CDC totally, I think they didn't help at all. And they're part of the problem. But again, these are just my thoughts of what's the problem with the country. And the main problem is we can't, we're not open to other thoughts. We're so close-minded as people now. And I think the media feels this as well. But again, let me know your thoughts. Follow me at Politics Soccer on Twitter. And let me know what you think. And thank you for listening. Have a nice weekend and see you next week.